there's no good restaurants in Cranbourne. Nothing. There's nothing good. If there are any, let us know. But there's no good restaurants. And let's say you go for sushi somewhere there. That's the only sushi you've had. Mm. You, Your brain is literally... That's your only experience. Yeah. So you only know yeah. of that sushi and you think that that is high quality or good sushi. Yeah. yeah. Go to Japan! <laughs> <laughs> She's terrible here. Three, two, one. Something I've personally struggled with is understanding the value of a singular dollar. Like every single day we see these little gold coins in our minds, we think, oh, they're gold, but they're not actually gold. They're fake gold. <laughs> so they're not really worth anything. A dollar really doesn't get you anything these days. We hear about our parents talk about how they could buy everything with a dollar, but today, because of inflation, it's like nothing. But I heard this really interesting thing from Warren Buffett, and he's like, man, you really got to understand the value of a dollar because it could be the beginning of your next fortune. Mm. And then I was like, starting to think, like, what does he actually mean by that? And then he started to relate it to compound interest. Because if you can invest that dollar wisely, it adds up and it gets pretty damn big. So like we are talking in the last podcast, if you can get 20% on your money for 50 years, that is 9,100 times your money. Meaning every single dollar that you save is potentially like nine grand in the future. That's a lot of money. That's mm. crazy. So if you see a dollar on the ground, like... It's actually hard to pick it up because you don't want to look like you're cheap. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we waste dollars everywhere. Yeah. Like, you know, or at the supermarket, you might be walking around and there's a dollar there. But, you know, you, very rare do people pick it up anymore. Yeah. But if there was $9,100 laying right there, there's going to be a bloody fight over it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Throwing elbows. <laughs> it's going to turn into the UFC. Yeah. Uh, it's going to turn white. So that's what we've got to have to understand. And something that I've, when I said I struggled with is as I've gotten more money over the years, me respecting the dollar has actually gone down more. Mm. So I'm just like, oh, it's just a dollar here or there. Oh, it's yeah. $10. Mate, $10, that's 91000 you know, potentially. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So that's how it like, as you start leveling up financially, your respect of the dollar starts to go down. And I think this also relates to when you're running a company, if you choose to do this, as you start to build more wealth, the thing that makes companies die a lot of the time is they don't know how to invest the capital wisely, respecting the dollar. Now it just turns into, hey, we're making all of this cash. Oh, just deploy 5 million over here. Is 5 million the right number? Mm -hmm. Maybe the real number is actually 1 million. 4 million of that is just pure waste. So, so you start chucking money to solve a problem yeah. instead of finding like a creative solution. Yeah, an yeah. actual solution. Yeah. How do you actually come up with these numbers? Mm. Does it deserve 5 million? Does it deserve 10? Does it deserve 1 million? Does it deserve no money? Can you just bootstrap the thing with like hardly any capital? Mm. So I kind of like to think like, what is like the lowest amount of money that you can invest to get mm. the same results? I think you've, um, you've done a good job, especially like in Hardcore Head Start. I think one of our best investments is probably the washing machine, mm. right? That's a good like, one. Do you want to yeah. chat about that? Like what your yeah, thought like, process was? Yeah, like I mean, oh, this is a good one because yeah, another thing that I struggled with was when me and Doc were living in this little granny flat in the cheapest part of Melbourne, $100 a week, including all bills. Place was run down. 
when it used to rain, it used to seep through the windows. You couldn't even shut the windows because the house had moved that much. It's a sun ray coming through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Termites, you used to smash the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Shit used to fall out. Ants would always be in the house. I don't even know how to get rid of these. Yeah. Where are they coming from? They're impressive, I'll tell you. <laughs> if you see one, there's like a million that you can't see. <laughs> yeah. So, like, back then, I was, I really did understand the value of a dollar, but I didn't understand the, the value of time and investments. So, mm. we found it hard to buy, like, a washing machine and a dryer. But actually, they can be some of the biggest ROI investments of your life because you gain back your time. We were, like, going to the coin laundry, like, doing it real cheap. We had this whole strategy and everything that we could pump it out real quick and, it didn't really cost us much, but we were wasting like an hour every time. Yeah. That's like 20 bucks, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. If you're getting paid $20 an hour, that's a lot. So like if you calculate like $20 a week in time times 52 weeks, what are you at? You're like at a thousand something, right? Yeah. So what is the cost of the average washing machine and dryer combined? It is less than that thousand dollars. Yeah. So you make your whole return on investment in the first year back and then it's just pure upside into the future less stress as well mm. like that's to be yeah. accounted for less um chance of your shit getting stolen <laughs> yeah, yeah stuff got stolen Dude, many times. <laughs> literally entire loads of washing yeah. you come back she's gone <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> and you know one time as well like because i used to go on my scooter and i used to get the big ikea bag you know those one dollar bags <laughs> those big blueies <laughs> Sometimes this one, my washing got a little bit too too much because I was working 70 hours a week at Nando's and I skipped a week. So I had to bring two of them. I just put one on my feet and put my legs over the top <laughs> of it to secure it in place. I put the other one on my back, right? I wrapped it around my two shoulders. So it's just like vertical. And then I'm so dumb. As soon as I started going onto like the main road, she turned into a parachute <laughs> and she's yanking me back. Dude, like I almost like crashed from that. And that was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my whole life. It's- you see this boy with two IKEA bags and a parachute cruising. <laughs> I was about to go paragliding now. <laughs> Dude. So I understand. Thank fuck your scooter dollar. was like really heavy. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise you would have been in the air. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I understood the value of the dollar, but I didn't understand the value oh, of the dude. time. All the risk of death. Yeah. <laughs> but like oh even at the days. coin laundry you're putting like a dollar that's like 9100 yeah per, like, <laughs> per wash or something yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. and back yeah. then dude when you've got actual coins in your hand she's a shaker to try and get in there like, <laughs> 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 she's painful yeah. son yeah but i think um yeah that kind of brings up the next scenario right yeah, yeah too it's like as you get more money mm-hmm. yeah your lifestyle also changes. Exactly. Yeah. What do they call it lifestyle inflation. Yeah. <laughs> lifestyle inflation. <laughs> but the, what does that mean, I guess, is the question that people want to kind of I think have answered. Oh, it all comes down to like, I would say your environment. Why would someone want to upgrade their lifestyle? Mm. It's for like some sort of like flexing. Mm. You're mm. showing off. You're trying to fit in somewhere. I think that's what it is. It's all yeah. just keeping up with the Joneses. It's just status. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 The amount of people... I know that like one person might, uh, I say this with a pound of salt, might be able to afford a jet ski. Go they go make. buy it. And then all of their friends decide, oh, fuck it, I'm going to finance this shit to the guild to be able to get themselves <laughs> a jet ski. My son, you're not in the same position as, say, mm-hmm. this person is. 
Get yourself in that position before you buy the jet ski, before mm. you buy that item, before you buy that mm. thing to increase your lifestyle. Look, the reality is for me, I like the finer things in life. So in the future, I'm going to buy the nicer things, but not until I'm in a place where I can actually afford them because yeah. then I'm never going to get there if I try and buy those things before I'm in the position to. Mm. And on that point, we're going to get into this topic a bit more, but um, that the guy who bought a jet ski probably like, he probably really enjoys jet skis. Mm, like he has sure. a passion for jet skis. So it's going to bring him like so much happiness in the f- and then it's going <laughs> to yeah. help him out in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people looking at it and being like, oh, now I need a jet ski. Yeah. Does, is it really going to bring you happiness yeah. as much as it brings this other dude happiness? Yeah, absolutely. With lifestyle inflation as well as like talking about like job promotions, like someone might be getting paid 50000 a year. Mm. Then they get a promotion for 60000 And then what happens? Like it's yeah. just natural that you're, yeah, you, know, you start. Oh, I can afford that now. You yeah, start, you know, but you want to keep it so you're living below your means because yeah. it's like that little gap. Mm-hmm. You're arbitraging that little gap there um, between you know your expenses, how much you're saving, and all of that, and your income, and you want to expand it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Like if you can make a million a year, and you can keep your expenses low, mm-hmm. then the percentage that you're saving and investing it can be huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. For doctors to live paycheck to paycheck. That's that's common. Yeah, and that's common. common. Like, why does that happen? Like, when I went from working in, like, a hospitality job to then working in a corporate job, there was a big pay increase, right? But what I noticed was I I had way more expenses. So, I had to, like, drive more. I had to buy certain clothes. Mm -hmm. They were, like, they were pressuring you to eat more outside. So, like, yeah. yeah. Because, like, like, everyone goes outside and they just have meetings Mm, and coffees every day. Corporate oh, culture right. is four four lunches and four coffees a day. Yeah. So there's a lot of those ex- expenses that add up. And I'm just like, okay, I'm sinking in more time. What if I just like increase my savings rate at my BWS job? Mm. Would I be better off than yeah. on my corporate job? Yeah. You're, you're going to be better off if, you're, if you increase your savings rate, regardless of how much you're getting paid. Mm. That's how you actually get ahead yeah. and save that and then invest it. Because yeah. like yeah. you can have a dishwasher- Earning 50K, but if his savings rate is much higher than a doctor yes. who's living paycheck to paycheck, doctor's on zero, but the dishwasher could be on like 10K a year mm. in savings. Yeah. So he's ahead. When you don't have those expectations on you, sometimes your life is more peaceful and you have the ability to save way more mm. because you don't have expectations of having four coffees, four things, and all that kind of crap that you're talking about. Yeah. The status of a job sometimes gets people yeah. of like, I want to become a doctor because I'm going to get paid more. But there's a lot, as Sam was saying, there's a lot of things that, a lot of bad things that come with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very difficult when you're in those types of environments to be the person who's not doing those things. Same as your friends, same as your work colleagues and stuff like that. It's very difficult. You got to think a lot differently. Yeah. Yeah. Think as well, like you have to look at your, your game that you're playing. So I remember like personally with us, when we were sacrificing so hard, like, We'll bring peers over from our workplace and we thought they were friends and all that, but then they'll be talking shit like, oh, look at this little dojo. You call it the dojo, but she looks like a piece of shit, right? <laughs> then at the same time, we can argue, well, at least we're out of home because we're, we're very yeah. young then, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, not even 20 yet, but then they'll talk behind your back like, you know, but it's on purpose. We're sacrificing on purpose so we can get ahead. Absolutely. And then we do get ahead in four years' time. We do leave our jobs mm. and then those are the same people that come back and they start asking for help. 
Yeah. And you know, pretending that they're your friend and they're supporting you the whole time. It's like, like you, do you want to grab a coffee sometime? <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about the coffee, son. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> but then like the next layer is probably like, okay, so now you're sacrificing and you're wise about how much, you know, a dollar is actually worth, worth nine, $9,000 in the future. But then like people make the argument, how, how do you actually enjoy the money? Mm. We would go hardcore for like our personal stories. Mm. We went hardcore for like X amount of years. Could be like five years, right? Yeah. And then left our jobs. And then now we're making um, income from our investments. So at what point do we tell, you know, the average person that may not want to go as hardcore as us? Like what? how did they enjoy the money? Well, I think as well, like on the big macro, hardcore head start is all about finding like peak happiness mm. that's what it is it's a head start to get happiness yeah we talk about money all the time but you know that's just a tool to get that happiness but you have to also weigh it up like yeah like how much do you want to enjoy now because if you get depressed mm. now then you mm. can't even work you're gonna quit your job you start digging a really big hole for yourself you have you know problems mentally and all of that absolutely you know i've, I've done that personally as well went too hard way too hard and I started entering into like light depression and stuff where I struggled to get out of bed and all of that. And I lost myself yeah. for a little bit. So you do have to always focus on your, you know, where's your mental health at? And then if you're spending money now, well, it's an investment for myself. Mm-hmm. But then think, I like to think like an investor, you know, how can I invest the smallest amount of money to get the biggest amount of happiness now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start thinking yeah, like a create, think creatively. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Absolutely. And I think those maybe pricier things that you think can give you happier ne- like the most happiness now if you if you're not in the position to afford them properly and they affect your future then how are they actually giving you ultimate happiness yeah mm. yeah like you're actually just hurting your future self which is something you have to think about another example is um i'm getting to an age where everyone around me is telling me to start buying a house and i got to weigh it out like club. If <laughs> welcome yeah. to the club, um, I got to weigh it out. If I, if you know, if I buy a house like in right now or the next two years just for me to live in, is that gonna, you know, first of all, is it gonna bring yeah. me happiness? Mm. I don't mm. know, probably not. I doubt it. And is it gonna be bring me, um, like yeah. extra money? Even that, like, I, th- I think if I, f- from my like research, if I, if I do just stick with the stock market. I do think I can get a better return. Yeah, there is a skill to delaying gratification. Yeah. Because like it is very difficult, but things do really pay off in a big way in the end. Yeah. And say there's things that we talk about because it's part of our mindset now that we even have we haven't even been able to say enjoy as of yet. Because that's just our mindset. We know if we delay all of those things. now in the specific moment in the reality that we are living now then we'll be able to do more of it with more people with more loved ones and enjoy a lot more of it and a lot of people as well that are very successful today they say like their peak happiness was actually in the grind because they were were in the mission Mm. going hard every day it sucked in the moment but when they look back on it like wow like that was amazing yeah you know you feel like James Bond, Bond every day, you know. This is some something I say out loud as I'm still trying to like really embody it and feel it. Um, is that you know that specific principle of that happiness is during the process, if that yeah. makes sense. But there's still a little part of me that goes, well, what if we get there? Then I'll be happier. We get there, then yeah. I'll be happier. Yeah. And um, 
I, that's, I guess, how people are by default. I'm still working on trying to trying to fix that one. I think another thing as well is like, you know, when you do enter into a relationship, you have to also think about your partner. What do they want as well? Yeah. Um, And, you know, especially for us men, we have testosterone. We, you know, we want to achieve more things. We Mm. love to do this bang, 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 achievement, 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 goal, you know. Um, But then we have to also think about them because you are now a singular unit. So thinking with that mindset, something that, um, you know, I like to do is, my partner likes to go camping. I'm like, oh, camping's perfect because you have like a once-off investment of getting all the stuff that you need for camping and it's like $500, $600. You can get this pretty cool tent. I've got the Ripper tent. She's Dude, called- t- Show us how it works. She's, got, she's an instant up tent, right? <laughs> so I paid a little bit of extra premium on it. She's got one button. You just press her and she's like, boom, she's up. So I was looking like, that was the first time I was going camping. I'm like, I just dreaded it because I'm like, oh, it's going to take me ages to set up this tent. I research, all right, how do I not set up a tent for an hour? Found this instant up tent, bang, one button. There's all these other people that are experts of this stuff and they're, you know, hammering away and all of that. Boom, you know, straight away, literally using hardcore head start principles. I was so pissed when I found out of this. <laughs> I spent my entire childhood setting up fucking tents in the 40 degree heat for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> this guy goes, oh, I spent camping for the first time. Took me 10 minutes. It's like camping's <laughs> like, like, half, like yeah. setting up the tents half of your camping. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst part. Of it. Yeah. But the great thing about this camping is, like, you know, you buy all the stuff up front, six hundred, seven hundred dollars, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, and then when you actually at the campsite, it costs you nothing. It was yeah. so extremely mm. cheap. And if you're going to do that for a prolonged period of time, you make your money back, just like the washing machine, just like the dryer, just like a dishwasher. These type of things that you use, um, and mm. then it's killing two birds with one stone, which is you can actually do like dopamine detox, which is like super, mm. super important. Yeah. You can just reset everything. So I try not to you know, use technology at all or like try to find a place where it just has no signal. Mm. And then yeah. I come back fresh and I realize like, oh, if I'm, you know, mentally, like I'm not working as hard, it's probably because I need to reset a little bit, you know, come back stronger. And then it actually is investment to work harder again. So it's mm. like resting the mind. Yeah, you know, We rest the yeah. body when we work out. You know, you can't yeah. go. If you want to become an Olympic athlete, you can't go every single day. You're just mm, going to burn yeah. your body out. So you have to do the same with your mind. And social media and all of that stuff, you know, if you're looking to dopamine detox and we'll, we'll do a podcast on it one day, but a lot of people are dopamine depleted. You know, their brains are zapped. I can mm. feel it with myself yeah. all the time. I know when I can't listen to a podcast and I just need to walk down to the shops and just, you know, be in the moment. Yeah. That type of stuff. Yeah. And when you when you come back from camping, did you feel like more appreciative of the house oh, that you sure, have? Yeah. That's it. Because yeah. there you would have been like hooking yeah, up like, yeah, what, yeah, like yeah, a gas stove right. or something. And just even, you know, having a mattress. Mm. You know, I normally opt yeah. in to just like sleeping straight on the, the floor, just straight onto yeah. the grass. And, you yeah. know, it, and it does something to you as well, like being in nature on the, gr- the actual mm. ground. You know, I've heard about, you know, the grounding and stuff. Grounding, I haven't really yeah. looked into it. Yeah to know the science behind it, if there is science, but you feel better. Mm. The partners is a hard one because mm. there's so much in like w- whatever your views are on marriage and moving in and living with them. That's like obviously the next step of one's mm. kind of life, depending on how you look at things. It's a very touchy subject for a lot of people because it's such a natural progression. Like they think, yes, let's do this, then this, then this, then this, and that's how life works. But- Depending on your specific scenario, it might not actually make sense. 
Mm. And like for me, for specifically, I've been partner for nine years. We should all be married with nine children. <laughs> my children. <laughs> They're my sinister. <laughs> but, but um, the point is like currently for me to be able to get the lifestyle and have the kids and have, you know, the house if we want the house kind of thing and be able to travel and all that kind of stuff, you have to put the work in now and delay that yeah. stuff so you can have more of it. And it is very difficult because, you know, like it's your partner. They want that stuff and you want to be able to give that to them. Mm. You have to continually reassure and be like, yes, we're working yeah. towards it. This is how we're doing. This is where we're going. Yeah. Just really communicate like how everything is going and help them you know, up their knowledge as well so they can start seeing the picture even uh, yeah. more clearly. Yeah. So I think like what you're getting at as well is like we don't want to be the types of people that are like the businessmen. Yeah. And they're just always working while they have the kids and the kids suffer. Yeah, like you yeah. really want to give them your actual time. Yeah, that, that's absolutely yeah. right. I mean, I'm sure we can all, we've all got experiences where our parents had to be at their jobs just to put food on the table. Mm. And yeah. I don't want to have to be, I don't yeah. want to have to do that. Like I said, I want to have the flexibility to not go to work and take the kid to school or something. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where, I'm able to like try um, like different restaurants and just try all new things and see what I like and what I don't like. Because back when I was younger, I was like stuck to, you know, just eating at home. And then uh, the food that we get out is like, you know, Macca's or Hungry Jack's. Mm. So it's it's crazy, like reflecting on that, it's crazy to see yeah, that yeah. change. Restaurants is one of those good examples like where spending a little bit more in a restaurant Going from like a twenty dollar meal to a forty dollar meal, yeah, you're wasting twenty dollars. But then, what do you learn with that twenty dollars? Yeah. Because the yeah. quality of food can really skyrocket. Then you know everything yeah. in that place is way better. And then if with us, yeah. we, you know, we we joke around saying it's market research. Oh boys, we can spend it is though. You know, in a way, in a way, yeah. No, we joke around about it, but in a way, like yeah. we're learning about different yeah. types of foods, yeah. different cuts yeah. of meat, Apologize. or something. Yeah, no. the last seventy percent of the market research is not market research. And we spend <laughs> when she goes from a hundred buck to four hundred buck. We got to be honest, with you. <laughs> but yeah, you're hundred percent right. But yeah, one dollar is important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is difficult, right? Because this is where the nuance comes in. It's like sometimes spending those extra dollars allow you to be able to make more dollars. Yeah, yeah, and it's like yeah. it's hard. It is difficult to actually work out when the right time is to spend money yeah you have to be yeah. it's like you you got to be conscious of like why you're spending this dollar mm. because yeah. like yeah. What, what you're getting out of it yeah like a lot of people they'll just uh, mindlessly spend yeah, yeah and you know talking about like active investments from the last podcast we want to have an active investment we're working on it right now we think it can compound our target is 100 percent per year mm -hmm. do we get that not sure but for the first few years we want to be targeting 100 percent compound rate and the market research has actually helped. Like personally, I, oh, yeah. you know, we've gone to so many restaurants, 100%. but because we can see like it's leading to this, we believe there's an opportunity in hospitality. We're looking at the market like, hey, all the smartest people, they're all gone to finance and tech. We're not that smart to be doing it physically with our hands to have an active investment there. That's why we passively invest in those companies, mm -hmm. Amazon, Google, Apple, all of them. But then we can see it's supply versus demand. So much as demand has gone there, there's hardly any competition over here on the other side with hospitality. And that's how we think, you know, we can actually compound 
really fast. Mm. Boys and girls, you need to go back and listen to that because that is roughly a decades of work to be able to come to that conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. So go back and listen to that because there's a lot in that specific just sentence that Dylan yeah. just said. It is yeah. wild how much knowledge that is. But by doing the actual market research and spending a little bit extra, now we know what is good quality. Yeah. Now we know what is good food, what is good service and all of that. Good environment, you know, the decor, how much should you invest into it? You know, we've come to an idea. Um, it's just an idea, but, you know, at a certain point, if you invest, say, like 30% extra into everything, all expenses, you know, the, the building itself, everything, the food, the staff and all of that, I believe the wealthier people, they're going to pay a 100% premium to get that because it's now rare. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, you're spending 30% more. It's more cost, but actually it's an investment because now it's unique. And people, they're going to pay a big premium for that. They want that. Hmm. Same with the Airbnbs, man. Like, you look at the Airbnbs here in Melbourne. They're compared dogs, to Bali, yeah. man, Bro. they suck. It they're is dogs, depressing dude. how bad Melbourne is. Yeah. Dude, we're and they all have five stars and shit. Yeah. 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 When you listen to this, we're about to, well, we are in Bali. Like, and the places that we will be staying in cost minimum $250 in Australia a night. Yeah. Mm. Like, if you go to the city- she smells like a bin. Cat piss, yeah. <laughs> mixed with a person who smokes three packs a day and just mm. sits in the house and just blows it at the fucking fan. I don't know what the hell happens. And it's the bare minimum there. Yeah. And it's just shit ass in comparison. Airbnb's yeah. hit and miss these days. Oh, but then you I check think, the ratings. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think Melbourne in general is suspect because how do you rate Nobu 3.9 yeah, stars? Exactly right. <laughs> how are you rating that at 3.9 stars? I don't think people know. Looking how to at actually- you, Melbourne. <laughs> 3.9 stars. For Nobu. For Nobu. <laughs> people don't know the good shit. And sushi sushi, 4.4. Yeah. How does this work? <laughs> Dude, if she's in a shopping center, in the middle of the shopping center, she's not a she's not full point can four, son. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's literally why. Market research is important because now you know what the good shit is. Yeah. yeah. Right? So if you're rating fucking sushi sushi at 4.4 yeah. and you're rating Nobu as 3.9, that's fucking reflection on you, son. Exactly. Yeah. What we were literally saying this on the ride the other day is like there's no there's no good restaurants in Cranbourne. Nothing. There's nothing good. If there are any, let us know. But there's no good restaurants. And let's say you go for sushi somewhere there. That's the only sushi you've had. Mm. You, Your brain is literally- that's your only experience. Yeah. So you only know yeah. of that sushi and you think that that is high quality or good sushi. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking terrible here. Man, every, every night as well, like when I- <laughs> Brother, you're eating Crambone sushi sushi is better than Japan. You've lost yeah. your mind, man. So every single time as well, like- when I'm eating dinner, I always like put on YouTube to see like what is actually in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> dude, like none of this shit exists here yeah. at all. The dude. highest quality ramen places, you know, it's hardly anything compared to there. Yeah, and Australia is known for good food. Like we have a lot of good food, <laughs> but she's not Japan, man. <laughs> Sushi, all right. Dude, that's the next shit. Go to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it just frustrates the shit out of me. Yeah. People, and then like. Or they'll cook some shit in their house and they got the most bias I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I'll tell you something real. Dude, we I can make to- a video on that. Some yeah. bias. <laughs> I, this is some, it's a real thing. I had to tell my mum. <laughs> oh, <here we> <laughs>
I had to tell my mother that her food's odd art. <laughs> like she's just not the best. Do you know how difficult of a conversation that is? Like, mum, listen, your pot roast. <laughs> she's all right. She's <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I'm cringing as well. Dude, I'm That's sweating crazy. again. But she's, she's very much all right. <laughs> you would have been like, mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I was in a point where she's like, oh, I love it. Yeah, how good is it? I'm like, mom. It's always hard it's to good. tell your mom your, the food's yeah. all right. Like, dude, <laughs> you ever been to like a place like Voodamon? They've had steak cooked for you? I don't want mom or dad to cook me steak ever again. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. This, you know, you still eat it, but- you have to remember that there's higher quality, there's better things yeah. out there. And don't just allow yourself to believe because what you've had is the good shit. Mm. It just doesn't make sense. And I think what you're touching on as well is like, actually with the good shit, it is art. Mm. Yeah. You're experiencing art and you get yeah. to feel what it's actually about. Yeah. You know, when you dedicate, you know, you look at all of the details and you just try to perfect them. And you, you as a customer get to experience that. Yeah. It's no longer just about the food. Okay. It's about the whole entire package. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could fit, and you could realize like the cheapest shit is actually, oh, sorry, the good shit is actually cheaper oh, yeah. than the yeah, more expensive is, shit. Like Macca's ice cream, I reckon, is a good example. Those yeah. were 60 cents or whatever they are, those cones. Yeah. That's actually damn good ice it's cream. It's pretty good. You know, for that yeah. price. Yeah. 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 They're good. Yeah. If you blindfold people and tell them it's 10 bucks, they'll think, oh, yeah, this is the best. Yeah. Rate it highly. Yeah. Right? But yeah. as soon as they say it's all from Macca's and it's cheap, you know, they think it's bad. But it's mm. hard to make that ice cream, man. Brand doesn't always equal yeah. quality. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Like a, a way of thinking that really stood out to me, especially with like what you do, Dylan, is you see everything in terms of like an investor's point of view. Mm. So because we all understand the value of a dollar, it's like, okay, now it's like every time I spend a dollar, it's like I'm investing a dollar. It's like, what is the best way to invest this one dollar? And most of the time, yeah. it's like getting the good shit. It is, mm. well, yeah, you do pay more, but like the level of what you get yeah. is disproportionately better than if you were to like get something yeah. from like sushi sushi. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's different. Like some people may argue, hey, we're going to spend $25 on a meal. Mm. I can do that twice a week now. Or some other person like us was like, hey, I'd rather sacrifice one of those and get a one-off $50 meal. Yeah. It's the same dollars. Yeah, it's less mm -hmm. experience in terms of time. You know, it's only one day a week, but then it's a higher quality experience. So, you're just going to know which type of person you are. Mm. Absolutely. And I think it's touching on a good point of like, um, of like, let's just say you want to improve a skill like cooking or something. Uh, yeah. Rather than running out and buying every single pot that all the best chefs recommend, like you try and learn that. You should try and learn mm. that skill like just with yeah. what you have. And then slowly researching how, what can I get that's like yeah. good for its value. Yeah. Absolutely. I think as well, like yeah. eventually we want to get into like the real estate game and build an actual resort because we can see like if we can get the capital for this, then this will be like, this is like the best idea we've ever come up with. And the big thing is, is to understand like what is actually the good shit. Like mm. you can look at an architect and like look at all of his portfolio and say, oh, that's great. Is it actually yeah. great or is it like, or is it B class? Like if you can just get A class at everything and then have the whole company focusing on A class everything, A class people, A class ideas, A class execution, you cannot lose. Yeah. But it's so hard mm -hmm. to get to that level, you know, where you can trust other people and like, this is the good shit. You have to be searching continuously as well. Mm. Like you might think you have the A class, you start executing, 
which is fine because you believe you have X class after you've done a certain amount of time of research. And then you find something out new. Mm. Yeah. That, you know, your shit's now B class. Yeah. All right, fine. Let's pivot, let's change if it makes sense. I think a good example as well is like an A class architect. Yes, they are more expensive, but they will make you more money yeah. than a B class. Yeah. You will make the money back. Mm. Same with, you know, an A class accountant. Oh, yeah, you yeah. spend more money on yeah, an A class yeah. accountant. You make more money on an yeah. A class accountant. Absolutely. You know? Hmm. Wait, there's a reason Trumpy paid no tax. <laughs> yeah, there is a reason. <laughs> <laughs> You know that how, accountant needs to get the biggest raise. Yeah. You know how much he gets paid? She's not 80,000 a year. All right. It's a lot. <laughs> okay. God damn, boys. Anyways. You do have to bring ethics into the equation, but you get the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He did bury his wife on a golf course so he could tax it. Because that's the whole thing is like, oh, <laughs> what? What? You got a certain level of person <laughs> yeah. to pull that off. <laughs> that's a little bit far, yeah. Trumpy. That's a little bit too much, mate. See, gotta, we're all, we're all, hey, we don't know. They probably have an agreement. I don't we know. all yeah, advocate hardcore, but yeah, that's a bit next. That's a bit too much. Yeah. I got advice for Trumpy. Out of everything you've done in your Here life. We Here we go. Shave your skull, oh, man. Oh. Shave your skull, bro. Dude. Trumpy, we know you're watching this. Oh, Shave your you skull. Shave your skull and get shredded. You can't be worth a billion dollars. And grow a beard. a billion dollars and walking around like this. <laughs> She's not okay. All right. The wind can't be your biggest fear. Okay? It's not okay. Let's go Trumpy. Dude, shave your skull, get shredded, and grow a beard. That's, That's all we got for you. <laughs> That's all we got for you. hard to achieve. He's pretty old, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. He's yeah. up there. He might have to. Yeah, true. At that age, it's actually just years. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he needs that much training. <laughs> he needs that many steroids. <laughs> anyway. All right. End on Trump. End, End on, on Trump, Trump, boys. End on Trump. <laughs> Jesus. Trump 2024. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening and watching. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Go follow our other socials. We've got TikTok, Instagram. Instagram just reached 400. So go check where we are at now. Well done, boys. Well, boys. Thank you very much. Pack her up. Pack her up. Pack her up. Thank you for listening.